3: What are you living for? Have you ever thought about that this part of your life is going to come to an end and we're going to find out what's on the other side? So many people live their life now moment with never any future implication or even thought. And it is Aristotle who said an unexamined life is not worth living. On this show we have you examine your life. Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's tough. As Jesus said, the truth will set you free, but it was, I think, James Garfield or Charles Garfield who said, but first, it's going to make you miserable. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again and again? You know what it comes down to? It comes down to there are two operating systems. There's an FOS and there's a GOS. There's a flesh operating system where basically I decide what's wrong. I decide what's right. I decide my choices. I decide uh, how everything will be. And there's another operating system that says that there's a higher power than me. Let's just call that higher power God. And God has a set of standards, a set of values, what we might call morals, a a pattern of success, if you will. And really, when you get right down to it, life comes down to what is your operating system? Is it a flesh operating system? Or it is a God operating system? The conflict of visions is all about that. Do you believe that man is perfect? and can grow and can solve all the problems of the world? Or do you believe that man is flawed and that we must have a power above man that is not flawed? And so today on Like It Matters Radio, uh, we're going to be visited by Dr. Scott from the Lozier Institute. You know, let's be honest, abortion... Uh, in its many forms and beliefs around the issue, is one of the most important issues of the day. Matter of fact, elections are won and lost on this single issue. We are in some of the mess that we're in today, because abortion seems to be the number one most important issue to women. That's sad, uh, but it just seems to be the fact that the right to destroy a life inside of them is more important than anything else on this planet. And I think for a lot of us, that's a sad statement. For a lot of us, we get disappointed in that. And see, a lot of us don't like to talk about things that make us uncomfortable. And this is also some of the reason why we're in the mess that we're in. We've got to face the tough issues. That's what leaders do. Leadership is not a popularity contest. And so today, we're going to have a return visitor. We're going to have Dr. Scott from the Lozier Institute. The last time the doctor joined us, uh, there were dueling court cases involving the abortion kill pill, uh, and much has played out in the courtroom, uh, in the the life of America over the last month or so since Dr. Scott has joined us, and she's going to be here giving us an update on this important issue, and today we're going to talk about the courts and the kill pill, but it's never about just what we're talking about. It's always about a bigger picture and how you live in your life. Are you living your life like there is no consequence? Are you living your life like you are God? Are you living your life like this will go on forever and then you just take your last breath and then everything ends? See, if you're living your life that way, your beliefs are gonna be much different. But if you're living your life believing that there's a standard, believing that at some point we're gonna be judged. See, my standard for life is the Bible. I believe every single word in it. And I'm not saying you have to have that standard, but we need to have a standard litmus test. Why? Well, how do you know if you're doing well? How do you know if you're on course or off course? Unless you have a standard, unless you have a destination. You know, I travel a lot. And you know, the cool thing is I have GPS on my phone. I got GPS in my car. I mean, if you get lost in life, it's because you choose to get lost. But you know, I learned a long time ago when I used to have a portable GPS, you know, Garmin's, every once in a while I'd take my Garmin outside of uh, my car and I'd take in the house, you know, get things ready. It could be midnight, one o'clock and I'm gonna be leaving like at three or four in the morning. So I bring, would bring my Garmin in, I'd punch in the ass to where I was going to the four digit extension on the zip code. I mean, I knew exactly where I was going. Every once in a while when I typed in that exactly where I was going, I would not get directions. And I'm like, this is GPS. It can give me directions to anywhere in the world. It has every single place in the world mapped out. How is it possible that this global positioning system cannot give me directions to a very specific place I'm going? And you know how and why? Because the satellite couldn't locate me. And that was stunning to me. And that taught me something really important about life. If you don't know where your starting point is then it's kind of hard to get to anywhere. It's like the guy that's out in the fields in Nebraska, he's he's a salesman, he's meeting this farmer and everything looks the same for hundreds of miles out in the middle cornfields in Nebraska and he was giving very specific directions, drive this many miles and then at this thing turn here and then drive this many miles and then quickly take a turn and then drive this many miles and there you'll be. And so he was lost. And so finally, he's been driving around for an hour. He's an hour late. His phone's not working. He's out in the middle of nowhere. He finally sees a farmer on the side of the road. He pulls over, and the farmer's leaning on a rake or, or some kind of instrument and has a piece of hay in his mouth. And the, the guy gets out of the car, walks over the farmer, and he tells the farmer his dilemma. He says, hey, I'm looking for this place. And, and the farmer looked at him, looked a little puzzled, said, well, sir, you can't get to there from here. See, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what your starting point is, then you can't get to there from here. See, there are three questions a leader asks themselves, and it's called clear vision. Where am I now? Where am I going? And what will it take to get there? And how long? And see, I believe that it's a for man to die one time and then comes a the judgment. See, I believe in science. I believe in the systematic study of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation, experimentation, and the testing of theories against the evidence obtained. See, science, the old meaning, used to be knowledge of any kind. But now it basically means the law of causation or the law of causality, the chain of causation. I got this text last night or the night before. Hey, Scott, I know it's late, but I just got off the phone with my dad. After a long two-full-hour phone call, which is extremely rare for us, but I wanted to share my breakthroughs from that conversation. Long story short, my dad's mentally declining. We've had a very long past with his alcoholism. he cheated cheat on my mom, abuse. I mean, you name it. However, he also suffers from epilepsy and has had many accidents has led him to be medically unemployed. Driver's license permanently revoked, living alone, no relationship, basically lonely at the age of 62. His current state of mind is definitely, I'll say the least, but he still recognizes his family, mostly his three daughters, and does try to reach out every now and then. For whatever reason, I felt inclined to call him tonight and just check in, but I actually end up sobbing. I told him how much I loved him, how much he hurt me in the past, how much the hurt he hurt my sisters, my mom with his cheating and all the therapy I went through, how he made me feel but also how much I never want him to feel like a bird to me when he calls. How much I love him, how proud I am of him, all his overcoming, and the man he is today. I guess the reason I'm writing this is because I felt the Lord so heavy with me through the whole conversation. My dad was citing scripture and explaining relevant situation. I was honestly in tears. Moments like these where I feel so alive and connected to people I love, especially ones I'm not always the closest with are reasons why I know that God is in my heart, that he is real. He's there. He's with me. He wants me to be in certain moments with the people I love, the ones that maybe need it more than I know, and will show himself through those conversations. I just want you to know, Scott, thank you for what you do, because without you, this wouldn't be possible. Ladies and gentlemen, are you living your life like it matters? Are you living your life knowing that you will be held to account for your choices? Well, after the break, we're going to talk about that with Dr. Scott from the Lozier Institute. We'll be right back. If you're confused, lost, lonely, or feel like you're living in a foreign land, you are not alone. This is Scott B. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio. It's this crisis that created Like It Matters Radio in 2015. God charged me to bring hope to the airwaves by bringing clarity to the confusion and to help guide people to function at a higher level. We bring true therapy and we need your help. Like It Matters Radio is now available to radio stations across this country. We need Like It Matters Radio in all 50 states, and here's what you can do to help. Please call the program manager of your local radio station. Ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. It doesn't cost them anything, and will add value to their station lineup. If you have questions, you can email me at mrblack at Our nation needs to hear this message because our beloved country is rapidly deteriorating and freedom is continually being quenched. Call your local radio station today and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio. Together, we can help others live their lives like it matters.
0: From Lakeville to Lake Superior and Champlain to Chile. We're where you are. Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. Listen in anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
2: Dad, guess what? What? Your traditional water softener wastes water as if you ran a full washer for just a pair of socks. Commerce wet technology softeners will save you water and salt. Save $400 when you trade in your old salt hog to Commerce Water. Go to Commerce.com. Here's a real student testimonial for Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training.
4: The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process Personally, It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. To learn
2: more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is August 31st through September 2nd. Details at LikeItMatters.net. That's LikeItMatters.net. Welcome back to
3: Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we're talking about education. And by education, I always use Dr. Albert Einstein's definition. Dr. Einstein said, education is not the learning of mere facts and figures. That's what a lot of people think education is. But Dr. Einstein said, no, education is not the learning of mere facts and figures, but it is the training of the brain to think. I gotta be honest with you, I deal intimately with people from all over the world. In my leadership training in two and a half days, uh, people get to know, I get to know people better than people they know for 30 years. And one thing I've learned over the last few years, I've been doing this 31 years, is that people less and less think for themselves. And there's something called atrophy. If you don't use it, you'll lose it. You know, we have, of all the organs in our body, Dr. Restack says that there's only one organ that never has to deteriorate. And he said it is the human brain. He says the human brain has unlimited plasticity. Our brain never has to deteriorate. It never has to slow down. Matter of fact, with action, with activity, with age, it gets better and better and sharper and sharper. I got to tell you, I can learn quicker and better than most people at 57 years old. I can scan stuff and pull out enough data to talk intelligently about it. But unless you're using it, you're going to lose it. And let's be honest, it's time to think for ourselves. And leaders, they make tough decisions. Leaders deal with the tough issues. And there's probably no bigger issue uh, in America today, than the issue of abortion. Uh, and it is used as a cudgel. The left uses it as a way to scare women, to scare black people into voting Democrat. As a matter of fact, if you look at the election in Wisconsin, you know, it was a huge upset uh, in the Supreme Court. Pro abortion, a Democrat won handily. Uh, and really, basically, I believe, kind of turned uh, Wisconsin into the, to to Joe Biden. This abortion issue is a big deal. We need to logically understand it, but it does go back to one thing, and that is our operating system. Just like in the computer world, you have a Windows operating system, and you have a Macintosh, Apple's operating system. There are only two operating systems in this world, ladies and gentlemen. You either have a GOS... Or we have an FOS. An FOS is a flesh operating system where you're God and you decide what's best and what's wrong and what's right. You make God in your image. You decide what's right. You decide what's wrong and how it's right and how it's wrong. That's the one operating system. The other operating system is a GOS, a God operating system. That's where you realize that there is a God and you're not that God. And there is a set of values, a set of standards, a set of moral behaviors, an environment, a culture, if you will. And that culture is written about, that standard is described in the Bible. It's the most published, the most read, the most printed book in the whole wild world, printed in every single language. Highly recommend you read it. So today, though, we're going to get off the Bible and we're going to talk about real life issues, and that is Abortion. Uh, But, you know, we never put the Bible aside. We might not quote from it every single minute. But if it's your standard, it's your standard. And so today we're going to have a repeat guest. We are so blessed. I know there's a great institute out there called the Lozier Institute, and they focus on protecting the unborn. And boy, the unborn need protection. There's one group of people that doesn't seem to get all the protection, that LGBT, that homosexuals, that you can do whatever you want and be protected. But the one group of people that seem to be protected the least are those that can do anything to help themselves. And that is the unborn. And so today we are blessed because one of the warriors fighting in the middle of this fight for life is a woman by the name of Dr. Ingrid Skop. And again, she works for this great uh, institute called the Lozier Institute. They are fighting the good fight for the unborn. Uh, Dr. Skop is Director of Medical Affairs at the Lozier Institute. She's a practicing board-certified OBGYN. She's delivered more than 5,000 babies and has personally treated many abortion pill-related complications. And she's been actively involved uh, in the court cases that are really going to decide how we move forward further on this issue. We had her here about a month ago. Uh, the show we did was to, uh, to Pill or Not To Pill. Highly recommend you listening to it. Uh, But instead, let's bring on Dr. Scott. So, Dr. Scott, welcome to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing today?
5: I'm doing great. Thank you for having me again, Scott.
3: Well, I'm so glad you're back. And, uh, you know, before we get into, because I know a lot's changed since our last conversation, you know, what we're really talking about uh, today is this abortion kill pill. And and you have a lot of concerns about this pill. So maybe can let, let a little bit of background on the abortion kill pill before we kind of get up to date with what we're going to talk about today.
5: Yeah, absolutely. So the um, regimen that's approved by the FDA is two drugs, actually, mifepristone blocks the progesterone receptors it cuts off the hormonal support and kills the embryo or the fetus it's followed in about 24 hours um, by mesoprostol that essentially induces labor to expel the pregnancy tissue it's a terrible experience for women um, They bleed for weeks. Uh, 40% describe the pain as severe. Many women, unfortunately, will see their child in the toilet. Um, Uh, uh. It's much more dangerous than is often promoted. Women are told it's safer than Tylenol. But in fact, about one out of 20 women will present to an emergency room with complications within a month. Uh, Approximately one out of 20 women will need surgery to remove the tissue because their body can't expel it alone. Um, It has four times the complications compared to a surgical So It's a very um, horrible experience for women and yet is being promoted to them when they're in crisis.
3: Wow. Wow. And, you know, I was reading some information. I think the Lozier Institute set it out It said ever since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade last June and pro-life state legislatures have banned surgical abortions, it says 53% of all mothers seeking to kill their unborn babies are now choosing the abortion kill pill. Is that true?
5: That is true. In 2020, it was over half a million chemical abortions in our country.
3: Wow. So it it is kind of like the simple way now, right? It's being promoted as the simple way. You don't have to see a doctor. Right? Is that what, how it's being pushed or promoted?
5: Yeah, actually, um, using the COVID pandemic as an excuse, the FDA removed many of the safeguards. I mean, it wasn't completely safe even before then, but now it is. Who knows how safe it is? Women can order it over the Internet. They can have it delivered to their mailbox for a completely unsupervised abortion. No ultrasound needed. No labs. There's not even a verification that the person ordering these pills is a woman who wants an abortion. So, you know, incestuous abusers, sex traffickers, coercive boyfriends can all get these pills and can cause unwanted abortions in women who may desire their children.
3: Wow, and you know, and, and what we're gonna do is we have about five minutes on this segment, and then I want to go into the depth of what's changed in the next segment. But but I want to ask you something, and and this is I don't think it's off topic, but what has happened to science? It, it seems like in the once the pandemic hit, science went out the window. Where where isn't there always about cause and effect about tracking? This does this. I mean, wasn't it – some guy sat down and saw an apple kept falling from a tree, and he said, hey? I wonder why that apple keeps falling from the tree. Why doesn't it float up? It, science has always been about questioning things. Question this. Why does that happen? Does it happen all the time? But it seems like science has now become political science. Can you, do you get that sense that science is somehow being put on the back burner for politics? Are you getting that sense?
5: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I am blessed – That the Logan Institute, our mission is science and statistics on life issues, because we know that starting with the very real knowledge that that is an individual living human being inside a mother's uterus from the time of fertilization, we know that the science is really on our side. And that's why you'll see the abortion industry um, resort to euphemisms women's reproductive health care, whatever that means. I mean, abortion is not necessary for women's health, let me tell you. Yeah. But, um, but yes, I think Americans' eyes were opened during the COVID pandemic when we saw many medical organizations and many of these um, supposedly scientific organizations steer away from early treatment for COVID, steer toward unproven um, vaccines. I mean, it is true that political... Ideology is governing so many of these organizations, rather than a quest for the truth of science. And unfortunately, that has become the case with the FDA. That is why the lawsuit is ongoing, because the FDA's job is to protect women and girls from dangerous drugs. And in fact, they're promoting these abortion drugs in very dangerous ways for ideologic purposes.
3: You know it's sad, and and again I'm 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 a student of the mind. You know I'm a leadership trainer first and foremost. I I'm a master practitioner of neuro linguistic programming. To me, is God's instruction manual for the human experience, and and I understand conditioning. I understand slide of narrative. You know slide of hand is magic. Uh, slide of word is NLP, where you can use behavior. I mean uh, language patterns to almost hypnotize, put someone in, in a hypnotic trance. But there's now this called slide of narrative. Where if you control the narrative, and we heard over and over during the pandemic, follow the science, follow the science. And it was beaten into us, but it was a lie. They meant political science because there's no science. (laughs) And I I look at the stuff that you guys sent out in telemedicine, that the FDA approved telemedicine abortions in 2021 based on studies that utilize physical examination ultrasounds, which are not required. So they actually took stuff. That they required before and use that stuff as a way to justify not needing that stuff. I mean, as I play this out in my head, it's like, it's a head scratcher. It's like, how crazy do you have to be to believe this stuff and listen to this stuff? So, anyways, I just want to make sure I'm not crazy when I see this stuff. Like, wow, it just looks weird. So. uh,
5: it was a oh, it's weird. with the FDA. Oh, today. my Absolutely. gosh.
3: It's incredible. <laughs> so, Dr. Scott, we're getting ready to go to a hard break. Uh, after the break, let's talk about what's changed. Let's talk about what's happened with some of the court cases. So uh, with us today is Dr. Ingrid Scott with the Lowe's Institute, and we're talking about the abortion kill pill. We'll be right back after these messages.
1: Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Whether a lazy weekend spent up north enjoying Minnesota lake life, finding your favorite Juicy Lucy, or attending a music festival in the city, discovering bands that become the soundtrack of your summer, it is these precious fleeting moments experienced together that shape us and make us who we are. Plan your dream vacation at ExploreMinnesota.com. Sponsored by Explore Minnesota Tourism. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station.
0: TV news. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest. More hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black.
3: You've had a difference in your relationship with God too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I, was, I was raised in a
2: church uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life and this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith and that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing and I just, I, I feel rejuvenated if that makes sense that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night, you know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yeah. now.
3: And you have some peace, don't you?
2: Oh, it's 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 really amazing. Sorry, I'm gonna get emotional, That's okay. but it's 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 amazing. It's an amazing
0: feeling inside my heart. Like it matters unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like it matters radio. Radio like it matters. <laughs>
3: Like It Matters Radio, radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and today we're talking about a big issue. It's a big issue no matter what your operating system is. Whether you have a flesh operating system or a God operating system, abortion is a big deal, Uh, and uh, you know, you can say what you say, but lives are involved. Not just the lives of that unborn child, but the life of that parent, the life of the, the sperm donor, the father of that child. Not only does it end a life, but it forever has altered the life of the one who was carrying that life. I've, uh, I do intensive leadership training. I do counseling. I do psychotherapy. And I got to tell you, there are many times that I've had women in here that are dealing with a deep, dark secret. Uh, that something's controlling everything else. And when you get down to it, it was the regret, the remorse, uh, the angst they feel because at some point a while ago, they got an abortion for convenience. It wasn't because their life was in shepherd, They were young. They got an abortion. They got pregnant with their boyfriend, and they didn't want to interfere with their life. They didn't want to cause pain to their mom and dad and the family, whatever it was. And here they are, 5, 10, 15, 20 years later still dealing from the psychological trauma. Uh, and we're joined today by a doctor who doesn't only know the psychological trauma of ending a life, but the biological trauma of ending a life. And now there's many ways. You can do a surgical abortion, but now the big thing is we always want to make it simple, right? Keep it simple, soldier. Make it easy. And so now you can just call in or even go online. I've a few things and say, hey, I need an abortion pill, uh, and it's sent out to you. And that might sound convenient, it might sound easy, but there's something called the chain of causation. There's laws out there, science, and one of the laws of science is the law of causality, that choices have consequences, and if A, then B. And the problem is people want A so bad that they don't consider the consequences of B. And so today we are blessed to be joined by Dr. Scott of the Lozier Institute, and we're talking about the abortion kill pill. Again, Dr. Scott I know how busy you are. Thank you so much for joining us today.
5: I'm so glad to be with you.
3: Real quick, just to remind us a great institute that you work with, the Lozier Institute. Tell us what's their mission? What do they do? What's their sole purpose?
5: So the Charlotte Lozier Institute is a research organization whose mission is science and statistics that support a life position. Um, Because as we discussed before the break, science is on our side. Um, Women do suffer, this is a human life. Um, 97% of abortions are for social and financial reasons. So this really should be termed as a human rights issue. Is it appropriate to end human life? For reasons like that. Like you said, women are in crisis. I think many times they don't think it through until the action yeah. is over, and then they have the rest of their life to regret um, and sometimes have physical uh, complications as well.
3: Yeah, it just breaks my heart because, again, I, and in all fairness, I'm a man. Um, I have no concept what it's like to be pregnant, I have no concept what it's like to give birth. So I'm not pretending that I could imagine, I, I can only imagine. Uh, but I do know this I have four kids. Uh, And I do know this. When I was younger, I'm not proud of this, uh, Dr. Scott, but uh, my views on abortion when I was younger were different. I was pro-choice, and it was for selfish reasons. I'm not proud of that. I'm just being honest. Uh, And as I got closer to God, uh, I realized that my opinion really didn't matter. God's pretty clear. Uh, And if you go back to Genesis uh, 7, I think it was, after the flood, when God brought Noah back onto dry land, he made an agreement with the world, with the animal kingdom, with man. Uh, it wasn't just the rainbow. that He said that all life will be accounted for. And if you read that, a lot of people don't read it. I'm a pastor as well. I, I, I eat scripture. Uh, that there's a requirement of life that every life will have an accounting. Uh, and, man, there's a consequence someday for this. And right now we're talking about the fleshly consequence, the consequence on this planet but as a man of God, I'm going to tell you, there's an there's a eternal consequence as well, and something if you have a GOS you got to consider. So last time you had us up here, uh, I had you up here, uh, there were a couple of court cases. You had dueling court cases. Can you kind of lay a little bit of the background and tell us what's changed, if you don't mind?
5: Absolutely. So it's the Alliance for Hippocratic Medicine versus the FDA, which is a case that is trying to get. FDA to abide by its own rules. I mean, if a governmental organizations are not doing what they're supposed to for the American people, there should be accountability, and that's the Amen. the basis of this case. The FDA broke its own rules in so many ways in order to approve chemical abortions. And then since that time has taken away the safeguards one after the other. And like we talked about, now there's essentially no safeguards. Women can order it over the internet and get it um, delivered in the mail without any medical supervision. Um, The judge um, in the Amarillo Court, Judge Kazmarek, agreed with our arguments. And in fact, he ruled that the FDA should have never approved the regimen. It was inappropriate that they did so. Uh, of course, as these cases do, it then was appealed to the Fifth Circuit, um, and three judges there looked at the evidence and said, yes, this evidence is compelling. They didn't go as far as Judge They said that it should go back to the initial conditions of approval in 2000, which were fairly tight, only up to seven weeks prescribed by a doctor, mandatory complication report. By the way, right now, the FDA says they don't want to know about any complications unless it kills a woman. So we have really no idea how many complications occur. Um, It was appealed emergently to the Supreme Court. They opted to send it back to the Fifth Circuit for the the trial. So that's where we are right now. But the evidence is compelling. your listeners who are interested in this, this is very readable evidence. So they can find these on the internet. They can read the Charlotte Lozier amicus briefs and some of the other briefs, and they will be amazed to see how much malfeasance the FDA um, did in order to ideologically, politically approve these dangerous drugs. Um, So that's where we are, but I'm optimistic. I think that for sure, when all is said and done. We're not going to have this this wild west that we have right now with these chemical abortion pills.
3: Well, you know, and something you mentioned. This is the manipulation. This is what's going on. This is where, you know, if you look at mass formation. You look at study, study Joseph Goebbels and what he did in Nazi Germany to turn an entire country against a group of people. Um, but one thing that you mentioned, and this started to happen with covid, uh, is they stop re- requiring adverse complications be recorded. Uh, And I know from the COVID thing, I did a lot of research that no one was allowed to say that there was a complication from getting the shot. They didn't want to keep track of that. And now I hear you say the same thing with this. They don't want to know any complications with the abortion pill. Is that correct?
5: That is correct. I think these politicized drugs, they don't really want anything to detract from their narrative.
3: Wow. Well, let me ask you as a doctor uh, who is very pro-life and you're very open about it, Do you get any blowback from the medical uh, field? Uh, Do you get people that won't talk to you, people that treat you poorly just because of your views on life?
5: Of course I do. Um, In fact, the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecologists, this is the, the body that gives us our board certification. They have for the past year had a letter that says that any doctors who might use, quote, misinformation or disinformation, Um, to advocate against reproductive rights. We all know what that means. So if a doctor speaks out against abortion, they have threatened us with loss of our board certification. I think it's a bullying move. I don't think they're going to do it. But if if you wonder why you don't hear more obstetricians talking about it, it's because they're afraid they're being threatened.
3: Wow. And that bully pulp has been used so much. And I've heard that about uh, female athletes, that they're afraid to speak out and this whole LGBT, you know, biological males competing against them because they'll be disowned. Uh, they'll be banned from sports. Uh, they'll lose sponsorships. And so people are afraid. It's getting to the point where if you don't go along with what everybody else believes – then you basically are outlawed, you're banned, and that's happening in the medical profession as well. I saw that with the ivermectin and people who had been prescribing these drugs for 30 years, and now all of a sudden they're locked out, they're blocked, and pharmacies are giving them heartaches. I mean, i got to give you a lot of credit. You are putting your your whole career, I mean, what you studied for, what you believe in on the line – uh, and man, you are a warrior. You are fighting and God's pleased with you. How does someone like me or one of my listeners, what can we do? I, I know we can support the Loser Institute, but what else can we do to, to make sure that life is supported?
5: Well, I think, you know, understandably, this is such a hard issue to talk about. And because we live in the world that we do, where people if someone expresses an opinion different from theirs, you do lose friends sometimes over this yeah. issue. But we've got to talk about it with our friends and family because they have been, it, it, the American public has been gaslit over this issue yeah. um, and they don't understand it. And we need to educate ourselves. Lozier Institute, of course, is a great place to do that. Um, the American Association of Pro Life Obstetricians and Gynecologists also has a very informative website to go out of our way to educate ourselves and educate our friends, because I really, truly believe that once the American public understand the, the harm that com- I mean, obviously it harms the baby, but it harms the women and it's yeah. so common. And yet women are ashamed. They don't want to talk about it. But one out of four women are estimated to have had an abortion. One out of five men are estimated to have been the father of an aborted child. Um, mm. A recent study showed that two thirds of women who obtain options said that it was inconsistent with their values. A quarter of them said they were coerced. So wow. these are people who live with that consequence. Um, and it, it, obviously there's so many other things we can do. Instead, 2700 crisis pregnancy centers that can support women. Let's have a conversation about men staying involved, raising the Amen. children that they create. I mean, there's you know, there's there's highly effective contraception for people who really don't want to yeah. have a baby. There are ways Amen. to prevent unintended pregnancy. And yet all of that Amen. falls to the side um, in the politics of this abortion Amen. issue.
3: Amen. Amen. Well, we got to get going. Dr. Scott, God bless you. Thank you so much. And and kudos to the loser Institute. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, doctor?
5: All right. Thanks so much. Uh, Appreciate right.
3: it. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, life or no life. It's a choice. We'll be right back.
2: It's not a one-time event that you get something out of and then you go home. This is an application that I've been using and I will use for the rest of my life. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. I'm a recent graduate of Leadership Awakening. I've taken leadership courses from the military and work and I've been on self-help journeys my whole life, but Scott Black's Leadership Awakening course is so different than anything I've ever taken or seen, and we all have the same kind of needs. I learned how to prioritize what was important in my life through leadership. Scott chops everything into bite-sized pieces so it's easily digestible. The gift that I got out of that course was something that will be with me for the rest of my life. Everybody needs this. It is life-changing. The next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is August 31st through September 2nd. Reserve your place today
0: at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. From Glencoe to New Mexico and Apple Valley to Napa Valley, we're where you are. Ringing liberty and truth. Stream Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or
1: with their free Odyssey app.
0: If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. Your smartphone is now your smart radio. There are no limitations on where you can find us. We're always on. It's liberty and truth through your smart speaker. Just say,
4: play Freedom Radio, Minneapolis.
0: Here's a real student testimonial for Like It
2: Matters Leadership Awakening Training.
4: The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a a business associate who recommended a leadership training process Personally, It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values.
2: To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is August 31st through September 2nd. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to
3: Like It Matters Radio. This is where we make it matters. Your life matters, your opinion matters, your actions matter, you were given life for a reason. For the good book says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans for hope in the future. And the other bookend is Ephesians 2.8 or 2.10, I don't remember which one. For you are God's masterpiece, created new in Christ Jesus, prepared in advance for good works for you to walk through. What good works are you walking through today? What good works did you walk through yesterday? This is the key. We were so blessed to have Dr. Scott on this radio. What an incredible woman. What an incredible warrior. She works for a great institute called the Lozier Institute. And they had an amicus brief. They filed in the court case of the Alliance for Hippocratic Medicine versus the FDA case. And by the way, in that filing, the amicus brief, they detail more than a dozen specific concerns. See, they just want abortion on demand. See, if they can keep you killing your babies, if they can keep you needing them to protect them, then you'll continue to stay on the democratic plantation. Well, here are some of their concerns. There's a lack of necessary ultrasounds to confirm gestational age. You got to see if there's a baby in there, how far along is it? There are laws right, and rule out, could it be an ectopic pregnancy? And those are terrible. They can kill a woman. Uh, they con- they have a concern about the inability to confirm that a woman's not being coerced to obtain an abortion. You realize how many pedophilia go in the world? We have people t- making their kids mandatory. Five-year-old kids go to drag dancing, drag shows. They're promoting homosexuality to their kids. They're promote- promoting, hey, maybe you should be a girl if you're a boy, or maybe you should be a boy if you're a girl. And so you don't know how much pedophilia is going on, how many people are having sex with underage kids. How do you know that this is not an underage child, that the person who molested that person or raped that person? How do you know that they're not getting an abortion pill so they can erase their crime, right? Even King David wanted to erase his crime when he committed adultery with Bathsheba. I mean, he got one of his greatest generals, Uriah, killed to cover his sin. And nowadays, we just, you know, order a pill, pretend like you're somebody else, order a pill, get sent to you, stick it down a 16-year-old girl's throat that you shouldn't have been with. They have a concern that there's abandonment of women to deal with the medical and psychological repercussions of abortion by herself with no follow-up. There's psychological trauma, there's medical trauma. You have a nine-month cycle going on a woman, that that body's programmed for that nine-month cycle, and then you put in poison to kill it, to stop that cycle a month into it, two months into it, three months into it? You don't think there's repercussions? There are. This is just common sense. And this is the problem. Common sense isn't so common anymore. And we need to go back to common sense. I remember one of my favorite books, The Screwtape Letters. Uh, it's C.S. Lewis used this this concept of talking about the demonic world and how they work against man. Uh, and in the thing, there's this, this old devil writing to his nephew, and, and he's, his job is to train up his nephew on how to, how to get people astray, how to get people to walk away from God. The young devil named Wormwood was being instructed on the finer arts, arts of temptation. And in one passage, Screwtape had just finished telling Wormwood how to draw his subject gently, almost imperceptibly, away from the right path. And in that letter, there's just a series of letters. It's pretty cool. He ends the letter this way, quote, It does not matter how small the sins are, provided that the cumulative effect is to edge the man away from the light and out into the nothing. Murder is no better than cards, if cards can do the trick, indeed, the safest road to hell is the gradual one, the gentle slope, soft underfoot, without sudden turnings, without milestones, without signposts. See, ladies and gentlemen, it's a point a man to die one time and then comes the judgment. We, we should live our life understanding the law of causality, the chain of causation. This is why I say every morning in Africa, a gazelle wakes up. It knows it must outrun the fastest lion or it will be killed. Every morning in Africa, a lion wakes up. It knows it must run faster than the slowest gazelle or it will starve. It doesn't matter whether you're a lion or a gazelle. When the sun comes up, you better be running. This world needs us. This world needs good people to stand up and speak to what's going on. See, time can be a jealous lover. She demands our attention and focus. If we do not focus on the gift that she is, we will lose track of her. When ignored or misused, she can become harsh. She likes us to view her looking forward while enjoying her now. She can get ugly when you look back at her. And I'm going to tell you right now, in my intensive leadership training, man, I deal with people that have regret. A lot of regret. They did things to make things convenient, they said things or did things they're not proud of. You know, I can personally speak for myself. I'm 57 years old, I've been divorced twice. Both of those marriages uh, I sought to end, I sought the divorce all because I wasn't getting what I felt I deserved. And I was wrong. I was wrong. I had no reason to walk out of those marriages. I did not honor God. And to this day, at 57 years old, I'm living the consequences. My kids are living the consequences. I'm a good dad. I'm a loving father. I've given my kids something I never had as a child, a foundation with God, values, morals. I've given them a family and defined it, let them see what they can do. My my kids are best friends with each other, I program that. All my kids know and love God and walk with God. See, because I chose to do things different. See, I was reading this article. Uh, it says, uh, where was it? Uh, I don't know where I got this from. But it was, I think it was Fox News. Dave Chappelle, New York City nurse, find right way to kick cancel culture the curb. See, ladies and gentlemen, people are afraid to speak up because we all want to be liked. And it's so powerful now that if you don't agree with what everybody else says, that they hate you, you're a hater, you're homophobic, you're transphobic. I'm not a hater at all. Uh, Whatever you do in your bedroom between you and God, uh, whatever you do in the privacy of yourself, that's fine. I don't need to agree with what you do. You don't need to agree with what I do. I don't need to approve of what you do. I'm not God, but we've gotta be able to realize that there's programming going on. And so this article says earlier this month when New York City nurse, Sarah Comrie, was leaving a 12-hour hospital shift, she was confronted by a group of teenagers as she tried to access the city bike she had paid for. What happened next has become all too common. In a viral video, the scuffle over the two-wheeler made its way across the Internet. And the next thing you know, Comrie was dubbed City Bike Karen solely because the teenager in questions were black. See, that's all that matters now. The only thing that matters is the color of someone's skin. Dr. King is died for nothing. Because Dr. King had a dream that one day he would live in a country where his four little children will be judged by the content of their character. In other words, the set of choices they make, judge us based on that, but not on the color of our skin. And now here in circa 2023, Joe Biden's America, no longer, your content and character no ma- longer matters. It doesn't matter if you raped someone or killed someone. All that matters is the color of your skin. And if you have skin, then anything you did that was wrong Was justified. Was justified. See, solely because the teenagers in question were black and she is white, she became vilified. She was threatened with job loss. I mean, she's terrible. She's been attacked. Social media posts exploded, including a tweet from noted civil rights attorney Benjamin Krupp painting Comrie, who, by the way, is six months pregnant, as a racist who was stealing the bike from the poor, innocent black teenagers and then faking tears. Comrie's employer, Bellevue Hospital, shamelessly placed her on leave, put her on leave, called her disturbing her actions. This is usually a part of a story where the falsely accused racist slinks off, hoping that eventually the events will be forgotten, but not Comrie, who courageously is fighting back against the slander and the lie with receipts and not just the metaphorical type. Last week, her lawyer produced a set of records proving that, lo and behold, it was Comrie who rented the bike and was then harassed by these teenagers who physically kept her from accessing a ride home. They were treating her poor because she was white, but no one called them racist. No one did anything to teens, but this woman lost her job. She's six months pregnant. She's been harassed. She's lost her friends. Like many others, Crump quietly deleted the treat, by the way, who that civil rights attorney called a racist, and then after she found out he was wrong, just disappeared, didn't apologize, didn't do anything. See, this is what's happening, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to be attacked if you don't go along with the world's view. So you've got to decide, what is your operating system? Is it flesh operating system that you create God in your image, that you can do whatever you want, you can do whatever Joe Biden says, and it's okay because Joe Biden's a good Catholic? Or you have a god upbringing system where Joe Biden's not your God, where the U.S. government's not your God, where Scott Black is not your God, but where Jehovah, Yahweh, Adonai, El Shaddai, the God of the Bible, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob is your God. And that choice right there has not only a consequence on this planet, but for the rest of eternity. I'm Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it
1: does. We're at Tax Relief Advocates, a leader in helping people resolve their IRS debt. With me is Leah. Leah, there's a lot going on here.
0: There sure is. In this economy, a lot of Americans are struggling with IRS debt. But whether you owe 5000 50000 or $500,000, at Tax Relief Advocates, we have a solution. There are special programs that the IRS offer for debt forgiveness, and our team of experts use our proven three-step process to help those who qualify negotiate the settlement of their tax debts for significantly less than they owe.
1: And there's zero risk, right?
0: If we can't reduce your tax debt, you owe us nothing.
1: That's a great offer, and the reviews back you up.
0: They sure do. We have a five-star rating on Google and an A-plus rating with
1: the BBB. If you owe money to the IRS, don't ignore it. Do something about it. What's the first step, Leah?
0: For your free tax debt consultation, go to TRA.com or give us a call. Call 800-583-4890. That's 800-583-4890. 800-583-4890.